The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to a special friday edition of the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network i am talon jenkins joined with our host we have ryan gilbert and joel Mayer. uh boys how the fuck are we doing tonight let's fucking go boys flyers big 4-3 <laughs> win in vegas flyers to make the playoffs plus 640 our good friends at win bet flyers to win the east plus 10,000 what kind of odds are those <laughs> Flyers to win the cup also in, at win bet plus 20,000. Get it in while you can. They lost 10 in a row. Last time they lost 10 in a row, Talon said it last show. They made the playoffs. Got an easy schedule coming up. Get on the fucking bandwagon while you can. <laughs> this guy thinks that the Flyers are the Blues of a few years ago, right? <laughs> Little swift change of coach. Maybe a change of goalie. Huh? And oh. they go roll into the cup. Um, but that ain't happening. Uh, because you know what? There's a team in the other conference, the Colorado Avalanche, who've scored seven goals in the last three games, and that happened again tonight. Just totally dominated the fucking Red Wings. I hate the team, and I loved beating them. We're just reminding them who's the real daddy. And, uh, yeah, that made my night. So, yeah, the Flyers, you can you can enjoy the one win after <laughs> 20 losses. But you know what? The Avs the real deal. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I can enjoy this win for real, and you can just uh, enjoy this little oasis. Just such a great win against, uh, you know, the bottom feeder team, Detroit Red Wings. eh? So much to be happy about there. (laughs) All right, before we get going here, guys, let's jump right into the important things. Everybody, if you're listening right now, by all means, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. If you're looking to win some money when it comes to, fuck, hockey, Football, college football, we got some big bowl games coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's where you want to be. Uh, NBA basketball, college hoops. Go to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Lots of articles, lots of picks from all the experts around there. A lot of fun, too, guys. That's the place to be. 
The other place to be is the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel. Man, every time, every morning I wake up, I check my phone. I'm like, damn, the Slack's going to be popping off. And as soon as game time hits, it does. So shout out to all of our friends from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group, especially the hockey channel. We're always listening. We're always watching. We love you guys. And if you're not in there yet, by all means, get your ass in the Slack channel. Yeah. What are you doing if you're not in the Slack channel? Come on. The hockey channel. <laughs> The college college basketball channel, the fucking soccer channel, Joel's in there. Go to sg.pn slash slack to join the slack. And also subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast. If you listen to this on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed, you can search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you find your podcasts. If that's on Apple, you can just go to sg.pn slash hockey. And for Spotify, it's sg.pn slash hockey s. So go ahead, uh, subscribe, leave us a rating and review to let us know how much money we're helping you helping you win. Yeah, man, those ratings and reviews are important, guys. So if you get the chance, head on over, drop a few, maybe five-star, four-star, three-star, two-star, one-star, whatever five, the hell it is. Five-star, come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, we had a show on Wednesday. We're going to jump into our Mortal Locks and discussions here. Uh, Joel, kick us off, buddy. Well, I already just mentioned my lock. The Avs is crushing the Red Wings. I hate that team. I say it a million times every friggin' episode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, minus one and a half, easiest money in the world. Um, the line jumped to minus 160, minus 170 before face-off. And we got it at minus 125, so that's always good. Just total domination from period one to period three. <laughs> uh, Dr. Kemper, though, he, he's a, well, he's a liability. He might cost us later on against an actual good team. <laughs> Man, he let, the, he let in a couple weak goals. That's concerning, but it doesn't matter when he scores seven a game. Because not even Darcy Kemper can can let an eight. Um, my dog is the Kings, plus one fifteen against the Stars. The Stars they played the night before against the Knights, and they didn't play too well, and uh, they didn't play much better the next day. And the Kings are just sitting there waiting at home. They're getting ready, and uh, yeah, there there was no players only meeting in the span of uh, the flight from Vegas to LA. So Kings was an easy win there. I think they outshot them. Uh, at least 10 shots. And my total didn't get there, though. But you know what? I'm still happy with it because we bet it under 6, minus 110, and it closed under 5.5, minus 110. Of course, I said that the, the goalies would stand by us. They would get us the under. But uh, good old Jack Campbell, he let in a few weak ones there. And uh, Vasilevsky, he did his part, kind of. But he let <laughs> in a couple, too. Uh, so, yeah, it wasn't the goalie game I expected. But you know what? You can only be happy when you move the line from under six to under five and a half. So even though that one lost, I'm still happy with the uh, the bet. Yeah, for my luck, I had the Minnesota Wild against the San Jose Shark in San Jose. Wild took a big 3 nothing lead, thought it was going to be a, a a good win there. Then Shark came back, made it 3-2. But Wild got a few empty netters, 5-2 win, but made it kind of look easy. Uh, my dog, the Red Wings, plus 150 against Charlie Lindgren in the Blues. Unfortunately, they could not pull it out. But my total on that was that game over six. Got there very easily. Blues got six goals. Redmonds got two. So two and one, two and one for Thursday night. I'll, I'll take it. Not bad, fella. Not bad. Boys, I've had a tough, uh, tough two shows here, man. This is the second show in a row. I've gone one for three on my picks here. But that's not going to be the goddamn case next week. I've done some research. I've done my homework. I'm not that drunk when I made the picks. So stay tuned for the end of the show for that. But for last week, I had Edmonton money line uh, minus 125 versus Boston. To my defense, I said this was going to be a pretty close game, and it was a 3-2 final. 
But I lost. Boston got the win. Fuck the Bruins as a Leafs fan. This team just kills me and guts me like a fish. You know what? I bet the Bruins, but the, the Oilers did deserve that win. The yeah, Oilers they out- bullied them. They outplayed them, right? That's what I was saying. It, it was brutal. Yep. But for my dog, and you know what? I was going to bring this up. I would like to, uh, I would like to, you know, maybe push this to uh, to an arbitrator case or something. I had New Jersey money line plus one hundred. By the time the puck dropped, New Jersey was favorite. Maybe I think it was like minus one thirty or something, or sorry, minus one seventy or something. I don't fucking know. That's minus one twenty. Yeah, I, I bet the same thing. Yeah. So that's <laughs> goddamn brutal. But they ended up losing to Nashville. Uh, for my total, though, the only one that I did have that hit, I had the Carolina-Calgary under at 5.5, minus 120. I told you it was going to be a goalie game. What do you know? It was a goalie game. Frederick Anderson, Jakob Markstrom, they said, fuck you to everybody that wants to have fun and watch goals go in. We're going to shut the door, and they did. So one for three for this guy on uh, on the Thursday game slates here. Yeah, that, that one win was big, though. It was a 2-1 overtime game, so that was a, an easy under. For sure, boys. For sure. A lot of people in the Slack group talking that up, too. That was a lot of fun. So, all right, gentlemen, we had a, a little bit of news here. <laughs> Sorry, I just read the first one in our in our, in our our show notes here. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to read this. But with news and discussion, I'm going to read it anyways, because that's what a host is supposed to do. And you guys can talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network with the Hockey Gambling Podcast is coming at you with the heat. Apparently, and I bet you guys can tell who wrote this one, the Philadelphia Flyers are winning the Stanley Cup. Ryan, take it away, bud. Joel, why would you write that? I mean, I know you're a big Avalanche <laughs> fan. I thought you were a big believer in them, but I guess it's this one big win against the Golden Knights are uh, making you a believer. Yeah, Flyers lost 10 in a row. I'm fucking feeling good after that win in Vegas. I was not expecting it whatsoever. That's typical Flyers. Just come out of nowhere, win a game. Now they have Arizona, the Devils, Montreal, and Ottawa. Let's get a fucking win streak going. Let's get those value value tickets for the futures in. Let's do it. Come on, plan the parade. This fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> he made the fucking Golden Knights a lock on the tally site picks on the Hi. Sports Gambling Podcast <laughs> site. So, here he is. The Flyers win, and all of a sudden, the lock doesn't exist. He didn't think they're gonna win. They win one game, and all of a sudden, they're going everywhere. I don't think so. I, th- I think I also said last show, uh, bet the house on Vegas. So hopefully you guys <laughs> didn't do that. Well, uh, one of us had Philadelphia in that game. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'm not going to brag or anything. But like I said, Philadelphia lost 10 in a row in 2017. And then they won six in a row after that. So like I said, they lost 10 in a row this year. They're going to win the next six. So if you're not on the Flyers the next five games, you're giving away free money, ladies and gentlemen. Now to say they're going to win the cup, that's fucking bullshit. Come on here, Ryan. I legitimately do think, though, them to make the playoffs right now at plus 640 are some pretty good odds. They had a tough schedule. They played Tampa Bay a few times. They played Florida. They played Carolina. They they played Colorado. They had tough opponents. They had injuries. They're, they're, they're a bit out of the playoffs right now, but, you know, we saw what the Blues can do. It's still December. Plus 640, I feel like, are, is, is, is decent odds for them. Plus 640 for anything. That's not bad, so I don't mind it. All right, moving down here, fellas. The Some more... Fuck, it's been interesting. I wouldn't even say interesting. It's just been stupid with everything coming out of uh, Arizona here. Coyotes paid the fee to get back access to their building. Uh, Pierre the Coyotes aren't going anywhere, says Gary Bettman, adding, well, they're going someplace else in Arizona. <laughs> I don't even fucking know what this means. This team sucks. The organization sucks. Management's been shit. 
I guess they replaced anybody, so maybe that's not fair to say. I don't even fucking know why we're talking about this team, boys. They're uh, they're a shit show on and off the ice. They're, they're, there's nothing even to dive into. Yeah, we brought it up last show. They had to pay their fees. They paid their fees. They're unfortunately staying in Arizona or somewhere in Arizona, Batman said. Move them to fucking Quebec already. Give Kansas City a team. Give Atlanta another team. Like, no. They're done. They're done in Arizona. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, hockey belongs up north. There's got to be snow in a country at least a few months of the year in order for hockey <laughs> team to exist there. Get them out of Arizona, even though they have no state income tax, right? Is that correct in Arizona? I'm pretty I, sure that's correct. I think I've heard that, yeah. yeah I might be wrong. So if you can't afford stuff, even though there's no state income tax, uh, you don't deserve to play there. Uh, so, yeah, just just get it over with already. I know Gary Bettman likes to have these uh, little projects he's got going, like trying to feed hockey in the uh, small markets, like he's some fucking FIFA president trying to feed <laughs> soccer in Senegal or wherever the fuck. It's not going to work. Um, get him going to where people actually appreciate hockey, which is exactly in Quebec. You know what kills me here, boys? For the past couple of years, all you've seen is, oh, Austin Matthews is going to leave and go to Arizona when his contract's up. He's going to Arizona. He's going back <laughs> home. Get the fuck out of here. Arizona's going even... first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Arizona's going to be gone before his fucking contract's even over, for Christ's sake. So don't even get me started with that shit. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, moving down here. Okay, I'll, I'll start this things off here. I'm a big John Tortorella fan. I think he's funny. I think he's a lot of fun for the game. He has some hot takes that tend to piss off the heroes. And if you're pissing off the hero lucha group, I love you for that. I don't agree with everything he says. And this is one of those occasions. Torts was caught online, or on an interview rather, sorry, saying that he wasn't a big fan of the Trevor Zegers, Sonny Molino uh, goal there. And that was arguably one of the best goals we've seen in the past fucking decade in this league. Maybe not the best. A decade's a long time, but still. Guys, does John Tortorella hate fun, or what is it? I think so. I understand one of his points where, like, you see, like, kids trying to practice that and do that and do flashy goals, and they're not going to make it because they don't have the hand-eye of NHLers, but it's it's great for the game. It was probably one of the most viewed clips in this season, and it's going to be for years to come. Like, sure, pl- sure, kids shouldn't be practicing that. That's not going to be a goal you're going to see a lot, but Highlight real, highlight real goals are something you want to see. It's 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 great for the game. I love Torts. Uh, I always will. He's one of my favorite coaches in the league, even though he's not coaching right now. And uh, yeah, I, I can see his point, but I can also see the point of you know this grows the game and all that. You like to see those highlights. Even Michael Jordan's talking about, oh, I don't even really watch hockey, but uh, this is beautiful kind of thing. But uh, hmm, this is a tough one. I'm I'm on the fence here, boys. I don't know what to think. Uh, <laughs> what I, are you I do, on the fence about? Did you enjoy the goal or not? I enjoyed it, you know, especially because right, you, you know go. I got my Zegras ticket, you know, rookie <laughs> of the year. That that swung the odds big wave towards me. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'd rather see a big fucking nasty hit, you know, and <laughs> I'd rather see <laughs> these young guys doing that. Then trying all these flashy stuff, like there's the whole Sveshnikov thing when he did the thing on the blade to get in the top shelf like that around the net uh that's all fine and good but i don't know i like to see old physical hockey that's why i like the blues that's why i like like the the islanders and the stars and those kinds of teams just crunch out these two one games and in that sense i can get towards uh i don't know that's my opinion 
You know what, man? There's a fucking middle ground here, okay? Skill should not be held back no matter what. You shouldn't hold back on doing something unreal if you can pull it off. And with that being said, you shouldn't be a little bitch and not hit somebody or not fucking fight anybody either. So the way the NHL is right now, the skill is coming out. These young kids these days can fucking fly on the ice. They have all the goddamn talent in the world. With that being said, there's still a spot in the game for somebody just crushing somebody with their goddamn head down. If you're skating down with your head you know, looking right at the goddamn puck, a demon should be able to step up and just fucking level you. Fucking and also, right. you should be willing to fight somebody too. You have to answer for your actions on the ice. If you do something dirty, by all means, if you're going to stand up and own it, fucking do that too. Also, if you're going to go bar down, fucking rip a couple dirty dangles, flip a fucking puck over the net and bat it out of the air, that's fine as well. All of those things attribute to growing the game, and that's the attitude that this league needs to have if it wants to grow to a wider demographic. They got the deal with ESPN. If you want to grow this sport in the next five to ten years or so, we need good goals just as much as we need big hits, just as much as we need big fights, just as much as much as we need big saves and close hockey games, man. It's all good for the sport in the long run. And if you're a hero and you're saying get the fucking hits and fights out of the games, you're wrong. And if you're saying get the goals and all the shit out of the game, you're wrong too. So it's all about growing the game and all of those things are fucking good. You know what, though? I think the torts he likes being in the limelight, right? I think he's, I think he's like stoking the fire a bit. I don't, I don't think that he hundred percent believes what he's saying. He's just, he's just uh, <laughs> making these little hot takes, like a Stephen A. Smith kind of thing. True. Um, that, that's my opinion. I, I don't think that he actually fully, honestly believes in uh, what he's saying there with the hundred percent conviction. If he does, fine, that's fine too. Like, it just makes content. You know what? What, what talent said, I feel like is perfect. You want players that can do both. Like, I hate him. He's a douchebag. But Tom Wilson, guys like that, they can score. They can make hits. They're mm-hmm. great. Tom Wilson, Josh Anderson, Matt Kachuk, like, those guys are, are great for the game. Players that can score a highlight or a goal. They're going to make a hit. They're going to stand up for themselves. It's not going to be having some fourth-line plug come on the ice for the next face-off and, and start a fight. They'll score a goal. They'll make a big hit, and they'll fight. That, that's yeah. what's great for the game, and that, that that's what we need. That's a great point, man. You got to be able to play if you're going to do that shit. You can't be a liability to this to your team because at this point, but the way that these scares players are skating, you're going to get burnt if you are. So you got to be the full package if you want to play like that. And a guy like Tom Wilson is the perfect example. Good call, uh, boys. No, no. Yeah, no. we all hate him, but we would all love to have him on our team. We we would. No, no. We need some goons. Okay, some little fourth line checking goons. All right, just <laughs> one or two per team. All they do is just bull each other around and fight block shots and uh take care of the anyone who messes up with their with their star players that i think those guys still need to exist in the nhl i know they're a they're a dinosaur they're not going to exist for long but i still like those kind of players you know just you know dude if you've been in a locker room like those guys are the best for team morale so they get the boys fired up so to say that they don't have a place you're right you know they do have a place it's good for the boys and i'm sure anybody in the nhl would justify that as well so good call on that one joel All right, moving down, boys. We had a nice rant there. That went a bit longer than we wanted. But we'll touch on this quickly when it comes to uh, Olympics. So there's been a lot of questions with everything doing with COVID and the games being held in China, etc. Will the players actually end up going? The fuck, the shit's in February, right? So they got to figure it out soon. But Batman came out uh, with a quote here. A number of players are expressing concerns about the Beijing Olympics and quarantine issues. But the NHL says uh, players can go if they want to. And truth be told, they signed with that in the last, uh, was it the CBA agreement? It was negotiated that the Olympics are a part of it. And you know what? I think they're going, boys. 
I think they're going to, and I feel like it should be either the league should not make the decision. If teams would make the decision, that's one thing. Or just let the players, let the individual players be like, okay, I want to go. Robin Lanner already came out and said he's not going for his mental health, for everything. If players don't want to go over there and potentially get COVID and have to quarantine for a few weeks, that's on their own. But if if Ovechkin's going to go no matter what, he's going to go there. He wants to win gold. Players like that, they're going to play for their country. They're going to go no matter what, I feel like, and it's not going to matter what the NHL says. Yeah, exactly. You think you're going to go to Crosby and say, uh, you know, you want to go to China and win a cup, win a gold medal, or uh, you want to stay home? He's going to go. doesn't matter if he has to spend two or three weeks in quarantine. Um, this is this is only a shot that if the players get a few times their career. Um, yeah, the, 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 there's a few guys that might not want to go, but you know what? There's a lot more that will. So in the end... Uh, that's democracy. The majority rules. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't see how this gets canceled uh, on the player side. It'll have to be something from above in order to prevent the the NHL from being at the the Beijing Olympics. Good fucking luck telling Ovechkin he can't go to the Olympics <laughs> this year. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, 100% Russian attendance right there. <laughs> <laughs> College football's championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is almost upon us. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for not only bowl games, but hockey, NFL, concerts, NBA, and more. There's plenty of bowl games coming up, but there's plenty of hockey games coming up as well. There's some Flyers games I'm looking to go to. I'm going to be checking out TickPick for those tickets there. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge. It That lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their tickets. If you don't believe it, you can find better. if you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. So visit TickPick today at TickPick.com slash SGP. That's TickPick.com slash SGP. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. From NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. The max wager match is $750 for a $1,500 match. Why not use some of those bonuses to bet on our mortal locks this week? Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. We got the Saturday game slate for December 
What's the date? The 11th. Saturday the 11th. We got 12 games on the docket. I got one thing to say here, boys, before we get going. Are you fucking ready? Yep. Let's fucking go. Beautiful. All right, guys. We got 12 games on the docket for Saturday here. (coughs) My God. (laughs) Sound like I just smoked a big bowl. (laughs) We're going to kick it off. We got a 1 p.m. start time here. Tampa Bay Lightning against the Ottawa Senators. The game itself is in Ottawa. Uh, Tampa Bay money line pays off minus 225. Ottawa money line plus 180. Uh, Tampa Bay puck line is sitting at plus 115. The over-under set at 6. Over pays plus 100. The under minus 120. Holy shit, that was a lot to say. I'll start us off here, boys. I'm on Tampa Bay puck line minus 1.5 paying off or plus 115. Ottawa in their last eight losses... We're more than two. I don't know. This team is shit. Tampa's unreal. Ottawa still not have been able to recover since the kind of COVID setback that they have. And like I said, uh, their eight last losses were by two or more goals. So that's got to be the play for me. I'm taking Tampa puck line at plus 115. Yeah, great great point there. Tampa's 9-2-2 two, and two on the road, including they have a five-game win streak. Four of them, the last four have been on the road. Uh, three of them by two or more goals. Four of them have been in regulation. The only overtime win was in Boston. They won 3-2. So my play here is Tampa Bay regulation minus 125. Just in case they get they get that one goal game, can't get the empty netter to get the plus 115. I feel like minus 125 is enough value there down from the money line of minus 225. Yeah, uh, lightning seems like the smart play, but you know what? It's not. Because the Senators here... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> plus 180 that's just too much okay plus 180 that that's good value here on the sense you know they won three games they lost to uh lost to a good team in the avalanche um but you know they're gonna come firing right back and the lightning they just beat the the canadians in a very lucky lucky game they were losing that game they won regulation somehow in the last couple minutes and then they beat the leafs that was a big game for both teams this is a big letdown spot for the Lightning boys. Come on. Going from the Leafs to the Senators and the Canadiens, too. Like, that was the Stanley Cup matchup last year, right? So, uh, going from those two games to the Senators, is it's got to be a letdown spot. Like, how do you get up for this game? Um, I, I, I give the Senators a lot more than a, than a plus 180 chance here, whatever the implied value that is. <laughs> the Sanders might be able to pull the upside here. Come on. I do love that pick, buddy. I love that fucking pick with the Sens. Yeah. I don't. Fuck the Sens. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, Steven Stamkos, he's firing all cylinders. All credit to him. Vasilevsky, he didn't He didn't uh, do the job getting me that end in the last game. But hopefully he does the same thing here. And the Sens pop a few goals. We got all Jimmy Stutzler. He can score a couple by himself, and uh, yeah, give me the sense in the early morning slot. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot here. We have the Chicago Blackhawks against none other than the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Chicago money line pays off plus 210. Toronto money line minus 260. Toronto puck line at plus 100. The over-under set of 5.5. Overpaying minus 120. The underpaying plus 100. I'm jumping away from the board a little bit here, boys. I'm taking the Leafs in regulation here at minus 150. We've been, I don't want to say struggling, because we've had some good games and we played against some good teams in the last four, but coming off that big uh, 15 out of the last 17 wins, 
been looking a bit shaky. The Jason Specha um, suspension hurts. The Mitch Marner injury is just officially placed on the injured reserve. That's tough, too. Same with Rasmus Sandin. But if we can't beat a team like Chicago at home in regulation, this team doesn't have a shot in the playoffs. So to me, this is a guaranteed win for Toronto. I'm taking the Leafs in regulation. It's not paying off a lot. It's paying off minus 150. Also, kind of looking at the under here at 5.5 plus 100. I know uh, Jack Campbell has been... Actually, not even Peter Morazic is starting this game. So it'll be a first game back for Peter Morazic. I got faith in the guy here. So I'm on that. I'm on the Leafs uh, regulation and the under. Yeah, I like the Leafs here at home. They, they've lost three of their past four. But it's like getting back to home against, against a bad team like Chicago, who they've alternated wins and losses for a while now. They haven't won back-to-back games since winning four straight early November when they beat Nashville overtime, Pittsburgh shootout, and they won Arizona and in, in, in Seattle. Those aren't really great wins. Chicago won last time out. Uh, Kevin Lankinen is getting the start. He's 2-4-2 and with a 3-1-9 goals against and 8-90 save percentage. So I really like the Leafs here. I do like the look of them in regulation. But I like the over here as well. Lankinen has the 8-90 save percentage, as I just said. Mrazek coming back. This season he's had two starts, 4.2 goals against average, 8.77 save percentage. And the Leafs have gone over in six straight games in seven of the past eight. So I feel like the over is the play here with Toronto in regulation as well. Yeah, I also like the over here. Uh, give me those Lankinen stats all day. Plus, we got Mraz coming back. Um, and another thing, too, is that uh, Mitch Marner, he's an awesome penalty killer. That's an underrated element to his game. And uh, he, he's not the best power player. Like, uh, the, the puck tends to die on his stick. He doesn't have a great shot. He's not a good shooter at all, actually. And uh, Austin Matthews has coincidentally fired off since Marner's gone. <laughs> so the power play is clicking just fine without Marner, but the penalty kill has suffered. So I, I think the, the special teams could lead to an over here. Um, plus, we got the Mraz and Lankinen matchup. That could... Yeah, over five and a half here. I'm on that. Um, and if anything, I would take the Blackhawks here, plus 210. Because uh, the Leafs, they're, they're struggling lately in the last week. Um, this could be a close game. And, you know, if you get plus 210, you got to take it in a close game. You know, I'm at a disadvantage because I've been working 3-11. to 11, So I haven't got to watch any fucking games this week. But, Joel, what happened to you betting Toronto, buddy? When you were betting them, they were winning. I think you're the catalyst that this team needs. It's funny. It's like... Maple Leafs are my team now because whenever I bet them, they win. Whenever I bet against them, they lose. So. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, do my me team. a favor. Do me a goddamn favor and start betting for them because I can't take this much longer. No, because you know if I start betting them, they'll win. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw you 50 bucks later. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Moving down again to the 7 p.m. slate, we have the Anaheim Ducks against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, game itself is in Pittsburgh. Looks like Anaheim money line pays off plus 125. Pittsburgh money line minus 145. The over/under is set at six. Both over and under paying minus 110. Ryan, I think I know what you got here. I think everyone in the Slack knows what you got here. But you tell us, what do you got here? Quack, quack, quack. 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 Give me the fucking ducks here. They've they won they've won two in a row. Pittsburgh, they had a big win in Washington on Friday night, but this season they're 0-2 on second half back to backs, including a 6-3 loss to Montreal at home. They're back at home tonight. The Ducks have won back to back. They've won four of their past six. The two losses were both in a shootout. I feel like they'll be able to pull out here in Pittsburgh at the plus one twenty-five line. Some good value there. They've won they've won two straight four or six. Pittsburgh won three straight on the road, back at home. 
So give, give me the ducks on the road here with, with Pittsburgh car, starting uh, Casey DeSmith, who's 1-3-1 one, one with an 885 save percentage. Yeah, this is sometimes why I don't like going after Ryan because he just <laughs> spits at everything I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Penguins, they had a glorious road trip. They win, They won the last three games in that trip, and when they're coming home, you got to look to fade them. You know, they're feeling good. They're feeling fat and happy. And the Ducks, they keep grinding out these close games, winning a lot of them. And a plus 125, I think that's just a little too generous to the dog here. Um, plus, yeah, like the Penguins, they're relying on Tristan Jari a lot. Like, he's one of the top five goalies in the league so far this year. And uh, Casey DeSmith is not that. So, yeah, I'll take the Ducks here as well. Gentlemen, Casey DeSmith... <laughs> Might as well change his name to fucking Casey to shit, okay? <laughs> Ooh. Anaheim Ducks money line. That's the play on this one. They're the dogs paying plus 125 on the road. Penguins are coming off a of back-to-back, and their home record is a measly 5-5-2. Five, five, and two. Now, I would also like it to give a shout-out to our boy One Sharp Shark in the uh, Slack group. He gave me the emojis. He gave me the quacks that we needed last week to get or last show to get on the Anaheim Ducks. And we're fucking right back on them again. Ducks plus 125. That's the play. Ducks are better than a penguin. Everybody knows that. Penguins are useless. Ducks are beautiful. You can eat them. They taste great. They're fun to look at. Fuck penguins. Anaheim's the play on this. Oh, man. Moving down again to the 7 p.m. slate, we have the La Habitat de Montreal, Le Montreal Canadien against the St. Louis Blues. The game itself is in St. Louis. Montreal money line pays off plus 165. St. Louis money line minus 195. St. Louis puck line is at plus 120. The over under is set at six, both over and under paying minus 110. This is tough because, like, the Habs are shit. The Blues have been kind of struggling. So take both those into account. I'm taking the under six at minus 110. Montreal is 29th in the league for goals scored, sitting at about 2.18. I know we were chirping St. Louis. We're playing their backup there. I think they're on their like fourth or fifth string right now. With that being said, the under is screaming out to me. If it was 5.5, it might change my tone a bit. But at six, I do like the number with the opportunity to push. Yeah, I'm looking at the Blues here. The only question is, like you said, who are they going to start in goal? Because I think they put Billy Huso on IR, and I think Bennington is still in COVID protocols. So they might go back to Charlie Lindgren, who had a decent start against the Red Wings. The Canadians are probably worse than the Red Wings, and the Blues are 9-3-1 at home. Canadians 2-9-2 on the road. I didn't make them my lock, but I'm kind of talking myself into making making the Blues my lock here. They're, they're at home. They've won back-to-back games. I mean, it's and the Canadians, they're, they're, they're just complete shit. I, I can't trust them whatsoever. Their last win was against the Pittsburgh Penguins, like I talked about last game. After that, they've lost five straight games. Give me the Blues here on the money line, possibly in regulation as well. Yeah, this game is a tough one. I want to take the Canadians just as a big dog, but the Blues are always in close games, right? Can't really trust them as a minus 200 favorite here. Um, it, this is a hard one. Uh <laughs> Yeah, just give me the Canadians. Whatever. I, I'm not gonna bet this game. I'm not gonna <laughs> bet this game. I know it'll be on every freaking screen here in Canada. You know the the Canadian media loves to to push the Leafs and Canadians and every screen they can. Uh, but uh, you know what? No, give me the over. Over six Canadians. They're letting goals in for fun. And the Blues. They got questionable goaltending right now. 
So as long as Bennington's not in net, I think that there'll be goals in this game. I think the Canadians will try to push the push the push the play here and try to get a few goals, and the Blues will just score because the Canadians are shit. So I, I would lean <laughs> to the over six here. That would be my play if I were to bet it. All right, moving down to the again the 7 p.m. slate. We have the Washington Capitals against the Buffalo Sabers. Uh, game itself is in Buffalo. Looks like Washington money line pays off minus 220. Buffalo money line plus 180. Washington puck line at plus 110. There's a lot of shitty games on this day, so we have a lot of puck lines in this show. The over-under is set at 6, overpaying minus 105. The under minus 115. All right, in this game here, I'm leaning the over 6 minus 110. Um, the Caps are kind of tired on a back-to-back here, boys. And what happens when you're tired? You let up defensively. The offense is going to be there. If you get a couple power plays, always going to be in his office putting up shots. And you know what? What does Buffalo do? Buffalo gets scored on. It's as simple as fucking that. So I'm taking the over six here, minus 110. Again, like I said before, you do have the potential to push with a straight number there. I'm liking the over at six. I'm liking the Capitals here, but I mean, they're minus 220. I don't know if I can lay that kind of juice, but looking at the Sabres, they're just awful right now and awful overall they've lost six in a row the win before that was at home against montreal who isn't that good they lost three straight before that i mean it's a back-to-back for both teams the capitals are two and one on no rest buffalo's oh two and two on no rest so i like the capitals here on the money line but i can't i can't lay it i, I may look to the over with the capitals the over has been two and one in their back-to-back games buffalo's back-to-back games have gone two and two for the over so I like the Capitals, and I, like, and I like the over here. Oh, I love the over here. Um, the line actually shifted down to over 5.5 at minus 120, and I'm all over that. Uh, we, we saw the the Urukai, uh, the, the Finnish guy, Anunan or whatever the – I don't know, what is his name? Whatever his name is. sounds like an orc from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he played last night, and he's out of the way. <laughs> he did a good job against the Rangers, I guess, but you know what? It's not going to matter in this game because the, the Capitals score goals for fun. I think they're going to be frustrated after losing to Pittsburgh. They're going to score goals on him, and the Sabres, they can score a couple themselves. So I love the over five and a half here. Um, if I were to pick a side, I might lean to the Sabres here just because it's plus 180, and they're both on a back-to-back, and you know there's a lot of variance there. So, yeah, I, I Strongest play here is over five and a half for sure. Actually, given the Capitals' regulation minus one twenty-five, fifteen of their sixteen wins have been in regulation. So I feel like they'll they'll get it done in sixty minutes here. I like that. Can we also take a second to uh, just to compliment Joel's unknown goalie names? For Buffalo, <laughs> we have the Orakai. Uh, last show for Arizona, we had Badge Milk. Uh, <laughs> who knows what the fuck we're gonna get next week? Let me find his name. I gotta find the the the, the Sabres goalie name here, because uh, you guys don't know, do you? <laughs> no, I can. Uh, sorry, what happened, I don't. What happened to Craig uh, Anderson? Yeah, where, where's? <laughs> okay, Uko Pekka Lukonen. Does not now sound that, like uh, is that a the guy hard wants to, say? to eat man meat? Buddy, he's Uko fucking Pekka leading He's leading Sauron's armies to the fucking black gates. Right. <laughs> yeah, don't even worry about it. <laughs> All right, and moving down to the 7.30 p.m. slate here, we have the New Jersey Devils against the New York Islanders. Uh, game itself is in New York. Uh, looks like New Jersey money line pays off plus 140. New York 
Islanders money line minus 160, the over under at 5.5, over base plus 100, the under minus 120. Joel, besides goalie names, what the fuck else do you got for us here? <laughs> do you have to ask? It's the Islanders. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. God. <laughs> they didn't win the last game, but you know what? That's because it was a 12 second, last second goal from the fucking Predators. Really screwed us over. Uh, but you know what? The Islanders have played close games. Um, uh, and that might talk you into the Devils, maybe plus one and a half. But you know <laughs> what? The Islanders minus one six, I think, is the better play because the Islanders have the better culture. The GM to the coach to the players, this team is a family, and they they want to get this stuff turned around. They're not going to turn the season into a tank. They're going to want to come back. And, uh, you know, as long as you keep showing this fight, i got to keep betting them, right? Because... I do believe in this team, even though they got a couple injuries still. Um, and uh, the Devils, I don't, I don't believe in them long term. They're they're a young group, and uh, they got they got pretty manhandled actually today by the Predators, who were on the back to back. So that's a little concerning for them. But the Islanders, they're gonna they're gonna fight all the way. And uh, <sighs> I'm talking myself into them again, but you know what? <laughs> I gotta do it. The Islanders, they're my team. They're my team. Uh, <laughs> They're your uh, senators, buddy. You sound so confident. I gotta yeah. say, <laughs> <laughs> just because they they failed me so many times already this season. But uh, you know, you you gotta you gotta stay on course, right? It's 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 easy to get off. Uh, it's easy to turn turn bail and run and just raise the white flag. But I'm not gonna do that. The Islanders team, they're gonna turn it around. They're gonna make the playoffs. This is it. This is the last stand. The last 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 stand. They're going to beat the Devils here. Come on. This is the Robber game, too, right? New Jersey, New York. So let's go. You know, it's fitting that the Islanders' uh, new stadium is is in Elmont because all they're doing there is taking L's. Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> uh, I, I don't really have a side in this game. I could see the Islanders finally getting their first home run of the season. But what I do like here is the under. The under, they met one time this season. Devils won 4 nothing. Last season, they had eight matchups. Six of those games went under the total. Um, there's two, two, two low-scoring teams here. I don't really think either team really has great offensive player besides Jack Hughes, Matt Barzell. So, top line depth guys are really just that's about it. It's uh, Devils game have three straight unders. Is they've allowed three goals or less in, in those games. So, I like the under here. That, that that's all I got. Okay, listen up. If you're a New York Islanders fan and you're listening to this show. I encourage, if not I welcome, if not I wish and I hope that you can join our Slack channel at Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group slash hockey. Come in there and tell me to shove this pick up my ass. Because I'm fucking taking the New Jersey Devils as the road dog at plus 140. The New York Islanders are 0-5-2 in this new goddamn arena that all you Islander fans were praising and praising. Oh, we're getting a new building. Players want to sign here because they're not at the Coliseum or they're not at fucking whatever that other building was that you guys played at. Who gives a shit? (laughs) I'm telling you right fucking now, New Jersey's going to go in there and they're going to kick the shit out of you. And like I said, if you're listening, you're an Islanders fan, you don't like what I'm saying, come in the slack. Tell me to shove it up my ass. I don't care. I'll take it. And if they fucking, if the Devils lose this game, I'll be like, okay, you're right. And you know what? Maybe I'll even change my Twitter handle. I'll change it to fucking noted New York Islanders fan Talon Jenkins for the week. 
But if you don't come in this uh, inner Slack group and you don't fucking tell me that I suck and the Islanders don't win this goddamn game, then it's not happening and your team's never going to get a win at the fucking USB, UBS Arena, whatever the hell you guys call it, because you stink. And right now, I'm going to end it with this. John Tavares made the right decision. Because the Devils are going to go in there and stomp the Islanders. Fuck you. I love Barry Trotz. That's about all you got. I'm a big Barlamov fan, too, so I should say that. But, yeah, New Jersey's the pick here, boys. Plus 140. Give me the fucking road dog. All right, moving down to the 9 <laughs> We have the Philadelphia Flyers against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, game itself is in Arizona. Looks like Philly money line pays off minus 160. Arizona money line plus 140. Philadelphia puck line, if you are interested, is playing plus 155. The over-under is set at 5.5. Overpays minus 125. The under plus 105. Ryan, take it away here, bud. Oh, you already know here. The Flyers are, are, are a lock here against the Coyotes. Back-to-back for both teams. The Coyotes just, just can't score right now. They've scored one goal in three straight games. They've scored two goals or fewer in six straight and and luckily it's it's going to be Martin Jones in that for the Flyers who has hasn't been great recently but it's a good thing so it's a good thing the Coyotes aren't really scoring. Uh, Flyers here I feel like the money line is the play the puck line could could be sneaky there at plus one fifty five. They got they got their first win they're feeling good. They may may not deserve the win against Vegas getting outshot by uh, nineteen shots but going into Arizona this is this is kind of a must win game for them just try to to show that they're they're can at least turn this thing around so I, I like the Flyers here a lot. Do you know who's going to be a net for the Flyers tomorrow? Martin Jones. Martin fucking Jones. You know <laughs> what that means? The dog is in play. You know what that also means? The over is in play. So give me the over parlay with the dog. The Coyotes and over five and a half here. Whatever that parlay equals, that would be my play in this game. Otherwise, I have no interest in it because I will not be watching this game at all. Yeah, the Flyers, uh, we got Mike Yo in there. It just gives me a bitter taste in my mouth. I don't like that guy. Uh, yeah, I said all I need to say is Martin Jones in net for the Flyers. So that that's all you need to know because uh, the Coyotes are in play here. And the over is more in play. So over five and a half would be my solid pick in this game. You can get a plus 425 on the Coyotes in the over five and a half if, if you so choose. Yep, As part do that. Of yeah. Yep. Well, I'm going to come in here hot, and I'm going to tell you to take the exact opposite. Last time I bet with Martin Jones in net, they hit the under. So I'm going to be on the under at 5.5, paying off plus 105. Gives me positive money on that. Arizona can't score. Philadelphia's kind of maybe turning the tides here, but they can't fucking score either. So I'm liking the under 5.5, paying plus 25. And I said at the beginning of the show, I said it last show as well. The Flyers, after losing 10 games in 2017, they end up winning the next six in a row. So I'm going to be betting the Flyers money line for the next five games here, folks, because they just beat Vegas tonight. So Flyers money line minus 160 is my play. It's comeback season in Philadelphia. Will they make the playoffs? Probably not. Can they win the next six games for me? Yes, they can. Will this under hit? Yes, it will. Magic hands, Martin Jones, baby. Let's fucking go. You know who scored for the Coyotes today? Phil Kessel. He's going <laughs> to score a couple more. He's going to get us there to the over. And the Coyotes might just win it. You know, Coyotes or Flyers, they finally win a game against the, the vaunted Golden Knights. It's in a letdown spot. You know, the, the Coyotes, they're going to be a little pesky here. Watch out. 
I watched Phil play back-to-backs for six years in Toronto, and let me tell you what, this guy never scored in game two. He had the hot dog hangover, is what we used to call it, baby. <laughs> Good point. Never mind. <laughs> Have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Price Picks has the best NHL DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NHL props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as the bottom six grinders. They offer any prop you can think of, from shots to goals and everything in between. You can pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections to win up to ten times on any entry, and it's just you against the projected numbers. They allow mixed sport entries as well, so you can take the over on a Connor McDavid prop combined with the under on a LeBron James prop in the same entry. You can use the, the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. And PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average prop swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com SGPN. All right, moving down to the 10 p.m. slate here. We have the Carolina Hurricanes against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, looks like the game itself is in Edmonton. Carolina money line pays off plus 100. Edmonton money line minus 120. The over-under set at 6.5. Overpays plus 100. The under minus 120. Gentlemen, how the fuck is Carolina a dog here? Edmonton has lost four straight. Carolina Hurricanes a plus fucking 100 money line. To me, that's absolutely ridiculous. Also... The fact that Edmonton has scored nine goals in their last five games isn't very promising as well. So to have Edmonton at minus 120 with those numbers recently, they've been having trouble with their depth. Like McDavid and Drysdale, I don't want to say they've gone stale because they're two of probably the best four, if not five players in the entire fucking league. But teams are checking them a bit harder. They're starting to play against them a little bit. Maybe they're a bit run out in the middle of the season. They're waiting for a little bit of a break. I'm liking Carolina Moneyline here at plus 100. Yeah, I think I think the play here is Carolina. It seems like they're kind of back on track after losing three straight, including one to Ottawa. They beat Buffalo 6-2, one in Winnipeg 4-2, and got it out in overtime in Calgary 2-1. But 
Edmonton's lost four in a row, but the, the past two games, they outshot the Wild 39-26. They outshot the Bruins 43-30. Sorry to steal Joel's spotlight here, but they had an expected goals for 56% in both of those games, so they did deserve to win. So Edmonton's going to have to wake up sometime here, but I, like Talon said, anytime you can get the Hurricanes as a dog, you, you may have to take them. Uh, yeah, uh, the Oilers, they actually bullied the, the Bruins there on 5-5. Five and five which is unheard of because the Bruins bully everyone five on five. Uh, so that's encouraging for the Oilers, even though they lost that game. Um, and the Hurricanes, they were in a dogfight there against the Flames. That was a total toss-up. Any team could have won that game. Um, this is this is also a toss-up, I think. The Oilers has to be desperate here for a win after losing those games. And the Hurricanes, I think they... They might be in a little down spot here. Uh, I can't trust them here at only plus 100. But you know what? I think the under six and a half years in play, if if we get Freddie Anderson and, uh, well, do we trust any Oilers goaltender? <laughs> 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 if it's uh, Koskinen, I guess he's a little better than uh, than uh, Stuart Skinner. You got to say his name right. Yeah. It's not Koskinen. <laughs> yeah, Koskinen wins, right, right. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't have a play on the side here, but I might, I might take a little position under six and a half here. All right, moving down the slate, we have the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, the game itself is in Seattle at the 10 p.m. slot. Uh, Columbus money line pays off plus 135. Seattle money line minus 160. The over under is set at six, both over and under paying minus 110. Boys, you know how I feel about this game already, right? All you had to see was Columbus on one side, and the fact that Seattle's on the other side just fucking emphasizes everything. Fuck the Kraken. It's cold outside. Ryan coined this phrase. <laughs> Time to get your fucking jackets. Columbus is going to go into Seattle and just run this goddamn show. I don't understand this. Like, Seattle isn't a great team. They're in expansion. Look at the team's records. Now, keep this in mind. I know Columbus has been struggling late. They've lost four of their last five. One of those against the Leafs, Holla Toronto. Um, Columbus's team record, though, 13, 11, and 1. Seattle, 9, 15, and 2. Seattle's home record, 6, 8, and 0. Oh. That's absolutely ridiculous. This team is a fucking joke. The, ta- the fact that they're minus 160 in this to win on the money line is absolutely insane to me. Now, maybe Vegas is going to say, nope, we know what we're talking about. We're going to shove this up your hoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The odds makers know their stuff. But I don't fucking see it happening. Columbus Blue Jackets are going in there. Plus 135 has to be the play. If you're not betting this, I don't even fucking know what to tell you. Yeah, anytime Seattle is a big favorite of like this over minus 150 or more, unless they're against someone like Arizona or Ottawa, you kind of have to fade them here. Columbus has lost six of their past seven, but they have been against good teams. They lost 2-1 to Anaheim in a shootout last time out. They lost one goal game in Toronto. They beat San Jose. They lost in Washington, lost in Dallas. They lost 6 nothing in Nashville, which is kind of worrying, but that was six games ago. And they lost 6-3 in St. Louis. But I feel like Columbus, they're a decent team. They're kind of on the same level as Seattle here. Seattle has been good at home, but they lost their past two home games, 3 nothing to Winnipeg, 6-1 to Pittsburgh. So I feel like there's a definite value here on Columbus at plus 135. You know, early in the year, first few weeks, we were great just fading the Kraken because these nerds kept betting them our way, right? And they just kept feeding us these great lines, juicy lines, just wait till the final 
final minute before face off, you get the best number. And that worked out. But I saw it coming. I saw the turnaround. I saw the Kraken playing better. And then I started betting the Kraken. And that worked out too. And now we're at a point where it's come full circle. The Kraken is starting to be too favored. And I'm at a, a total median here where I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the, the Jackets, I don't like them at all. I think that their start was totally fraudulent, contrary to what Town might think. <laughs> and the Kraken are just, uh, they're, they're a good team, I think. They're, or they're a mediocre team. They can beat the bad teams. They'll lose to the good teams. And they've just got piss poor goaltending. And I think the same thing with the Jackets. So if if I would make a bet on this game, I would take the over six here. I don't see any value on the side. So, yeah, over six would be my bet here in this one. Well, it sounds to me like Joel needs a new jacket. Uh, if you're in the Slack group and you agree with that, just let us know. And uh, use hashtag Joel needs a jacket and we'll go from there. Tell All me right. I wasn't wrong. Tell me I wasn't wrong. <laughs> A week no. and a half ago, I said the Jackets would fall off, and that's exactly what they've done. Come on. He did, he did call it. Like, you can't argue it. He did. All right. Moving down, boys, to the 10 p.m. slot again here. We have the Boston Bruins against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Looks like Boston money line pays off plus 125. Calgary money line minus 145. The over-under is set at 5.5. Overpaying plus 105. The under minus 125. Holy fuck, that was a lot of fives. Let's go here. I'm taking the under 5.5 at minus 125. The Bruins are sixth in goals allowed in the NHL at uh, 2.57. And also, you have the Yaka Markstrom factor. Let me look at his numbers, boys. I swear to God, I read these guys' numbers every fucking show because he's been that good this year. Give some credit to Calgary defense as well. Yaka Markstrom in net, 10-5-5 record, a fucking 1.84 goals against average, which is absolutely unheard of. A .936 save percentage, which in this league's the 2021 NHL is absolutely ridiculous. And five shutouts. I'm loving the under here. I think we're going to get a close game. Boston's been pretty strong. We've shown that. And they've shown that they can keep in line when it comes to close games. Whether it be 3-1, 3-2, 2-1, nothing, whatever it may be. I'm liking the under here at 5.5 at minus 125. Uh, I'm I'm right there with you on the under. I love that. Calgary is the best defensive team in the league, allowing 2.1 goals per game. Like you said, Boston is sixth sixth best, 2.6 goals against per game. And Calgary won four nothing in Boston. And you may may think that was one of Markstrom's five shutouts, but no, that was uh that was Darth Vader there just uh, getting the job done. So if Boston struggled nice. against him, I I could see I could see Markstrom going in there and really causing them to get some frustration going. Six straight unders for Boston for the past six unders for the Flames. So I, I love the under here. Yeah, uh, Darth Vader <laughs> going against his old team here. If if he gets the start by some chance, yeah, you, you gotta look for the under here. Both these teams want to play these close contested games. Even though early in the season, uh, Daryl Sutter, uh, shout out to him by the way. I, I put a bet on on uh, Daryl Sutter coach of the year twenty five to one. Damn. That, that's come a little little my way. I haven't checked the lodge recently, but uh, I noticed the cash out option was going my way, so <laughs> that's got to be good. Um, but he's he's he opened up the offense for for uh, for a bit, but now now he's relying more on the defense and the goaltending and the Bruins. You know they're going to play that game. Uh, three two games are the norm for them. I would take the under here as well. How uh, we got Jeremy Swim and he's really coming on. 
Uh, he's playing a lot better now, uh, better than Olmark. Olmark's has been a disaster. We know we, last season it was crazy. I would bet the the Sabers with Olmark, and he would win most of the time. But whenever Olmark didn't play with the Sabers, they would lose, which was most of the time. Uh, but that hasn't been the case with the Bruins. He's been a disaster. So if Swayman and Markstrom are in that here, under all day. You know what I would love to see? And maybe I'm asking for too much here. I would love for this game to get a little bit chippy and maybe see Matthew Kachuk and Brad Marchand go at it a little bit. Ooh, eh? Yes. Yeah, I Wouldn't, like that. That would be fucking unreal. I would be so down for that. Battle of the Rats. Let's go. John Tortorella would absolutely fucking love that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen. Moving down to the 10.30 p.m. slot, we have the Dallas Stars against the San Jose Sharks. Uh, looks like the game itself is in San Jose. Dallas money line pays off minus 120. San Jose money line plus 100. The over-under set at 5.5. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Joel, take it away, bud. What do you think here? I love the Stars in this spot. Uh, they had two very bad performances against the Knights and the Kings. Uh, we cashed on both of those games, but this is a time where you go back to them and believe in their core to turn it around. Uh, they got to be feeling pretty shitty after those two letdowns, and they will turn it around here against the Sharks, who are not a good team. It uh, doesn't matter if it's Aiden Hill or James Reimer and Nett. The Sharks or the Stars should be able to score a few goals. I mean, their top five power play unit. I mean, those. the only way they were in that game against the Knights is because their power play kept scoring. And uh, that's what they'll do against the Sharks here, who are not a good penalty killing team. Yeah, at only minus 120 here, you got to love the Stars. Uh, the Sharks, I said a while ago, they're not a good team. I don't care that uh, Carlson's getting better. I mean, he's actually getting better, to be fair. <laughs> but <laughs> And Timo Meyer. Timo Meyer is awesome. Um, if you look at the analytics, he is just, uh, he's carrying this team. Him and him and Carlson's resurgence, that's their whole team right now. They're not getting him a lot of else, uh, not, not a lot of help. But the Stars, they're, they've got depth all over the ice. They're going to roll all four lines, and they're going to win this game. At only minus 120, I got to like the stars here. I expect that line to move in Dallas's favor, so bet it soon. I was leaning towards the stars here, so I'm glad Joel went first with all that information because that, that just kind of confirmed my suspicions here. Like like you said, Dallas had had two bad losses there, but they should be able to bounce back. The Sharks have lost three of their past four. Their one win, they were outshot 43-27 by the Flames. So I feel like Calgary definitely outplayed them there. But the Sharks had two power play goals on two tries, which and they won by two goals. So the Stars, they're they're a good team. But I also like the under here. The unders gone happened 16 of 24 games for the Stars, 16 of 25 games for the Sharks. You got James Reimer in that, who you know isn't a great goalie always, but he's a 934 save percentage this season. The Stars have been good defensively. Holtby has a 9.23 save percentage. Jake Adinger, if he starts, he's been pretty solid. So I feel like I look to the under here, but also do like the Stars like Joel does. Gentlemen, Ryan touched on this. To me, even with those goalie stats you just laid out, this game to me screams under. (laughs) (laughs) Now, screams. (laughs) With that in mind, where do Sharks live? Underwater. 
and nobody can hear you scream underwater. I'm fucking taking the over here at 5.5 plus 100. This is going to be a shootout. James Reimer's a fucking fraud. I watched that nerd play in Toronto for fucking four or five years. Everyone's like, oh, James Reimer's such a good guy. Yeah, he flops like a fish, and it's fucking good on him that he's stuck in San Jose. Dallas used to be an under team. Now they're an over team. You can bet the under all you want, but I'm telling you nerds right now, the over at 5.5 at plus 100 is the way to fucking go. Nobody can hear you scream underwater. I'm taking the over. Let's fucking go, Ryan. You know, I, I didn't factor in that uh, underwater fun fact you just spat out, but also didn't factor in this game was starting at 1030 Eastern on Saturday. But the, so by the time this game finishes, it'll be Sunday and we know what happens on Sunday. So I don't know if I can <laughs> oh, about that under. baby. There's a lot of goals on Sundays. You heard it here first. Maybe Slide coming... bet it when it turns to the third period. <laughs> Maybe coming to a t-shirt near you. Who fucking knows? <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So we know the over is going to hit on that game. Let's move down to the other 10.30 p.m. game that we have. We have the Minnesota Wild against the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is in L.A. Minnesota money line pays off minus 155. L.A. money line plus 135. The over-under is set at 5.5. Over pays minus 115. The under minus 105. I was kind of torn here a little bit because L.A. has been pretty good to me on the year. With that being said, I don't know how you don't take Minnesota money line at minus 155. The Wild are currently on an eight-game winning streak and they show no signs of stopping. I also do like the Minnesota puck line here, minus 1.5, paying off plus 155. Um, six of those past eight games on a winning streak have been won by two or more goals up with Minnesota here. So Minnesota money line minus 155, and I'll probably end up sprinkling a half unit, maybe even a full unit on the puck line. Yeah, this line is is wild. They're minus 155. <laughs> they, they're on the win streak. Last season, they won six out of eight matchups against the Kings. You know, the, the Kings had they had Snoop Dogg announcing for them last game in the in the first period. That was kind of fun. They got the win against Dallas. They're feeling good, but I don't see them winning back to back games. They haven't done that recently. The Wild are streaking right now, and they're going go to go into LA and, and take this one. I thought I had a monopoly on uh, dad jokes here on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I would. I'm not going to bet this game now because I know I'll just be betting it later on. Uh, 7.30 at night. Although, you know what? There's a fucking awesome UFC card, by the way. Uh, I'm sure if you follow MMA, you'll already know that. But it's a fucking killer card. Best in years, I think. Anyway, for this game, you got to lean to the wild. They're just killing teams, unfortunately. Uh, and the Kings, I think they they just rely too much bit on, on luck and goaltending. And the Wild, they just they come with all four lines, and uh, man, even without Jason Spurgeon, Kevin Fiala is not scoring a lot of goals. Like they've got all these talent, talented pieces, and they're not actually performing on the ice. So, and they're still winning games. So, you can only look to the Wild this spot minus one fifty five. I don't know. I'm not going to bet it, but that would be where I would look um, if I had to bet one right now. But uh, in the meantime, just watch fucking Louisiana kid Dustin Poirier beat the fuck out of Charles Oliveira. 
Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, that's a great point. And a quick shout out to Jeff Fox and uh, Daniel Vreeland with the uh, MMA show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. If you're there looking you for some insight on uh, on who to favor when it comes to that fucking those UFC fights, by all means, go check those boys out. They got exactly what you need. Another example that the Sports Gambling Podcast Network has everything you fucking need to win some money, boys. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io, that's SoBet.io today, to join the revolution. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app. And don't forget, make sure you head over to prizepicks.com and get signed up today to get that 100% deposit bonus using promo code SGP. All right, moving down to the Sunday slate. We covered up that uh, that Saturday slate pretty good. That was a long one, eh? Fucking 12 games. Holy shit. We're still here? I know, right? <laughs> Fuck me. It's 3.22 a.m. recording this here, but let's keep on going. We got five games on the Sunday slate. As long as the games are still rolling, we'll be rolling to... We'll jump right into it. We got that the first on the docket. The Nashville Predators against the New York Rangers. The game itself is in New York. Nashville money line pays off plus 120. The Rangers money line minus 140. Over under set at six. Over pays plus 100. The under minus 120. Ryan, what do you got here, bud? Wait, wait, what? You might want to read that line again because I don't know how the Rangers are only minus 140 favorites here against the Predators. They're, they're one of the best teams in the league overall this season. They have what? They have the second best point percentage, only behind the Florida Panthers. Uh, Nashville is is in the bottom half. They're they're not doing great. Um, they've they've won a few recently. They've won four in a row, but none are against great teams. They beat Montreal in overtime. They won in Detroit. They won in Long Island, and they won in Newark against the Devils. But the Rangers, they've won eight of their past nine games. Only loss was in the second half of back to back with Adam Huska starting against the Avalanche. Rangers got it done on Friday night in Buffalo, 2-1 win. I feel like I saw Shesterkin maybe back for this game, but I thought he may have been on the IR, so I don't know. But Shesterkin or Gorgiev, whichever one is starting there, I really like the, the Rangers here at minus 140. Did you say minus 130 before? Is that what it was listened, listed at? Did I? I, I? I see minus 140. Okay, minus 140. Even still, I cannot find that here in Canada. And you know what? <laughs> Like the, the DraftKings uh, president or founder or whatever he was saying, like they didn't want winners, they didn't want professional betters, whatever. And you know why? Because they lay fucking stupid lines like this. <laughs> Minus one forty. Come on, you got to take the Rangers here. That that is a lock. 
I would bet that if I could in Canada, but the best I can find is minus 150, which is still a bettable price. But yeah, the Rangers are a much better team. The Predators, they're lucky to win these last few games. Uh, I'm sure they shut down the Devils, but the, they were fucking lucky to beat the Predator or the Islanders. 12 seconds left in that game. Uh, they're not a good road team, I don't think. They're, they're getting a lot of puck luck here, and the Rangers are just a real real wagon here. They they deserve to be better than this. I know they didn't play terrific against the Sabres here. They they should have blown them out. I mean, the last uh, few minutes of the game got actually a little, little sweaty for me, sweating uh, <laughs> minus 160 Rangers money line against the Sabres here. But, uh, yeah, the Rangers are a much better team. This is a... Uh, this is an auto bet. This this line will move for sure. If so, if you can find minus one forty, just bet right now, please. Hundred percent. You nailed. You hit the fucking nail right on the head there. But Rangers minus one forty is the play. Uh, I think the fact you can't find it in Canada, maybe it's the exchange rate. I don't know. That's a joke, by the way. That's total bullshit. With that being said, New York is currently 8-2-1 at home. Nashville coming in. They're not going to stand a fucking chance, boys. We talked about it on our first ever episode. It was a sloppy episode, but we said New York might be the real deal. And, of course, they were. They got all the pieces in place, and they're starting to fucking perform like it. Um, They're currently on a four-game winning streak as well, too. So why not make it five at home against Nashville? That might be a bit of incentive there. And this is kind of a greasy play. I do kind of like the under here, minus 120. If UC Staros is playing, I know he was struggling a little bit there in the mid-between. He's starting to kind of get his game back together. Even if Gorgiev is in net, it kind of might be a goalie game here. So I do like New York Rangers money line minus 140, like you said. And I do like the under at minus 120. Even though it's on Sunday. There's goals on Sunday. Come on. I know there's goals on Sunday, but like you spread the wealth a little bit, gentlemen. There's always spread one the under game. We, we can give him one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving down on the list again to the 7 p.m. slot. We have the Anaheim fucking Ducks. I should say that's the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Anaheim Ducks. And more importantly, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Hockey Gambling Podcast, Slack Group, Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> we sponsor them now. Against the St. Louis Blues, game itself is in St. Louis. Anaheim Moneyline pays off plus 125. St. Louis Moneyline minus 145. The over is set at 5.5, overpaying minus 120. The under, plus 100. Boys, do I, do I even got to say this here? Like, should we even touch this game, or do we already know who we're on? No stats, <laughs> only quacks. We're on the fucking Ducks. Money line, plus 125. If you're not betting the fucking Ducks, and you're not in that goddamn Slack group, I don't know what you're doing with this time. If you're listening to this show right now, and you're not in the Slack group... Join the Slack group. Hammer the Ducks. We're going to be quacking. Ducks plus 125. No stats, only quacks. Yeah, this line has somehow moved on DraftKings to plus 135 for the Ducks. And I'm seeing the Blues at like minus 145, minus 150 elsewhere. So it's kind of all over the place, which makes sense because this is the second half of a back-to-back for both teams. I'm assuming the Ducks are going to start Gibson tomorrow. The Blues are going to go with whoever the fuck tomorrow and whoever the fuck number two on Sunday. But on Sunday, for the Ducks, we're getting fucking Stoli the goalie. Anthony Stolarz, 4-2-1 this season, 2.42 goals against average, 9-2-8 save percentage, two shutouts. Ducks plus 135. Give me the fucking quacking Ducks all day. Fuck yes. Stoli the goalie, did you just make that up? Uh, That's a Flyers thing. (laughs) Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't hear that before. Uh, but yeah, uh, 
plus 125 might be a little too low plus 135 and we're getting closer and they're both on a back-to-back you know you got you got like the variance there uh you never know which team's going to show up on a back-to-back so yeah i can only look to the dog here plus uh when there's goals on sunday there's dogs on sunday oh baby There are there are goals on Sunday, but I yeah. also do have numbers to back up the over here. They're both on a back-to-back. Anaheim has played four back-to-backs so far this season. Three have gone over. St. Louis has played three back-to-backs. All three have gone over. St. Louis has played six straight overs. Anaheim went over four straight, five straight times before the past two games. It's Sunday. Give me the fucking over as well. Yeah, I Love don't it. even care if Bennington's back for this one. Um, I like the over here as well. Over in the dog. Um I will not be betting this just yet. <laughs> I'll have to wait and see where the line goes. Because <laughs> if it keeps going towards the Ducks, then I'll pounce. But right now, I do lean that way. So give me the dog and the over. All right. Moving down to the 8 p.m. slate here. We have the Florida Panthers against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Florida money line pays off plus 125. Colorado money line minus 125. The over and under. We couldn't quite find stats for this one but we're gonna assume it's at six the way colorado's been scoring so over possibly set at six again with the under possibly set at six joel what do you got for us here bud well i'd love to find where you saw uh, minus 125 for the avalanche money line <laughs> best i can see is minus 150 but oh, fuck all the same avalanche are gonna win the game so it doesn't matter what the juice is all that matters is that they win the fucking game You'll win the same amount. Um, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a huge game. This is a rematch of the '96 Stanley Cup Finals, and you know what? It could be a preview of the 2022 Stanley Cup Finals because <laughs> these are the two Ooh. best teams in the NHL right now, bar none. Uh, best team in the West. The Avalanche are scoring seven goals a game for fun. The Panthers. They got Barkov back. They got the goaltending Bobrovsky now. And, uh, oh, man. But, oh, speaking of future bets, I put in two uh, two Norris bets, uh, one on Makar and one on Ekblad at 12-1, to Makar 4-1. to one. So I got my two Norris winners in this game right here. So hopefully both score a goal and an assist, and uh, we, we get some uh, equity there. Uh, but uh, I love the abs in this spot. You know I do because they're going to win the cup and they're going to win it right here because <laughs> this is the preview of the Stanley Cup Finals in 2022. We're going to score another seven. Fuck Bobrovsky. Fuck Aaron Ekblad. Fuck Barkov. <laughs> We're going to roll. You know, Barkov was actually a potential pick of the Avalanche. Um, we picked McKinnon there that year. But uh, he was one of the list, uh, him uh, and Seth Jones. So that's another little factor going on. This, the these fuck? teams are deeply connected. But I, are they? Yeah, yeah. Could you have You wouldn't think no, so. We took McKinnon. <laughs> you wouldn't think so. No, Barkov is fucking great, man. He he he's the second best player of the draft behind McKinnon. Ugh. Yeah, this is gonna be a fucking great game. I love it. This might even take my eyes off some NFL games. This is a. This is just, ah, uh, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait, boys. Avalon's going to win. I'm going to be betting this in multiple ways, and I can't wait to see us playing each other in the Stanley Cup Finals because that is a likely possibility now. Oh, I'm getting excited. Let's go. 
Yeah, this very well could be the Stanley Cup final matchup here. And like Joel said, I mean, this is going to be the best game on TV at 8 o'clock on, on Sunday night because the Sunday night football game is Bears-Packers. Packers are minus 12 and a half. That's going to be a fucking blowout. Don't so, remind me of a Bears fan. I, I, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to interrupt here. There's the great cop game. Oh, yeah. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers gets the Hamilton Tiger Cats Fuck for the yeah. great cup. Isn't that early on? At 6 p.m. Eastern. So Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so we can all kind of uh, blend together here. Okay, let's let's all jokes aside. Nobody gives a fuck about the CFL. Continue. <laughs> I, I I don't know if, if I can trust the, the Panthers recently. That they, they're Barkov's back, but both teams have won four or five. The Avs Kadri was out on Friday night. I think Landis God also got hurt during the game. I'm not sure if he's gonna be back. Byram's out. Both teams kind of have some injuries here. I'm kind of leaning towards the over especially with what joel says about uh darcy kemper he's not really a really a huge fan he sucks and also colorado <laughs> scored seven goals in three straight games they scored five goals a game before that and four before that uh six of their past seven games have gone over for the panthers they had four straight overs before winning 3-1 in arizona on friday night so i feel like the over here might be good it's a sunday night game you're going to want to watch it there's going to be goals you know what give me the over give me the over six yeah, Landis Gog left the game. He didn't return for the third period. And Kadri, too, is also out. So that, that's a bit of a blow. But hopefully, you know, we get these guys back for the real the real playoffs and the, the real finals. But we'll still have enough guys to win this game. All right. I'm jumping in with kind of what both of you said here. I'll start with this. Gentlemen, it's Sunday. There's going to be goals. If you're not betting the over on this game, this is the over game. Okay? It's going to hit. We have it assumed at six. Maybe it drops to 5.5. Maybe it stays to six. Whatever it is, I'm fucking taking the over. Now, I am also taking Colorado in regulation for one goddamn reason. Because Colorado's going to blow up Florida. And you know why? Because Florida's not going to be the team they meet in the finals when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs this year, boys. Here we go. Here we go. And you're going to have to beat the Panthers if you want to get this far and go the distance. Because this year, in the Stanley Cup Finals, you're going to find Colorado Avalanche against the Toronto Maple fucking Leafs. I thought you were trying to say Columbus there. (laughs) It was all hint, right? It's like, fuck, I need to go with Columbus. But no. (laughs) If Colorado wants to fucking face the Leafs in the Finals, they got to blow past Florida. So Colorado in regulation is the play here, but it doesn't fucking matter because it's gonna this team's gonna eat 20 dicks on their way to the road to the cup finals and then get beat by the fucking leafs and eat 21 more with that being said for this game the over in colorado and regulation is the play i fucking love it at the 8 p.m spot all right gentlemen moving down to the 9 p.m place we have the minnesota wild against the vegas golden knights game itself is in vegas minnesota money line pays off plus 110 vegas money line minus 130 over under set at 5.5 both over and under paying off minus 110 this one's kind of tough right minnesota's coming off a back-to-back they are a pretty fucking good team right now minnesota at this point should be on a nine game winning streak because i believe they're going to win on saturday i have them heavy on that game even on a back-to-back they're going to kick Vegas's ass for one reason alone. I guess I should say two reasons. The first reason is Vegas is going to be all pissy and sad because they just lost to the fucking Philadelphia Flyers. And the second reason 
is because they know they're not making the playoffs, baby. <laughs> Minnesota money line plus 110 on the back-to-back. The road dogs in fucking Vegas. I'm hammering the wild. Let's go, Minnesota. Vegas ain't making playoffs. So Vegas sat against losing to Philadelphia. That's my goddamn play. I like. I, I gotta wait to see what Minnesota does on Saturday and who they start. If it is Talbot against Vegas, I, I kind of do like the Wild because Vegas. I, I watched them the whole game against the Flyers and they 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 outshot them, but like they didn't look great. Carter Hart had had some good saves, but if Cam Talbot's starting, he can make similar saves. And like we said, the Wild have won eight in a row. It could be nine in a row if they if they win in LA on Saturday. Um, I I lean to the Wild here, but I do have to have to see the goalie. Yeah. Uh... Robin Leonard should be in, right? I would think so. Yeah. So I don't see why it's only minus 130 when the Wild are playing on a back-to-back here and the Knights are just sitting at home stewing over that loss, that cruel loss to the Flyers. <laughs> that they, like, imagine losing to a team that lost, like, 30 <laughs> games in a row. I mean, that's that's got to sit in your stomach real bad. Um <laughs> I'm all I'm all over the Knights here. I don't know why it's only minus 130. This line will only go up. Uh, just yeah, bet this as soon as you can. Uh, the Wild, I think that they're going to put their their front for front foot first against the Kings. There, they'll play Talbot, and they'll play that other finished goalie here against the Knights. Yeah, I I, I love the Knights here. Uh, in fact, peek behind the curtain here. I changed my lock. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And, and it might be the Knights. <laughs> Spoiler oh alert. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know why it's only minus 130. I didn't notice this till now. <laughs> I mean, I, it's it's a Sunday game. I don't like to <laughs> bet, you know, two games ahead. But you know what? When the lines lines are less loose, sometimes that's 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 the opportunity you have. So I love the Knights here. Um, at home, I think they're a good bounce-back team. Yep, that's my side. Give me the Knights yep. here. Yeah, circling back, I feel like this game does just completely depend on if Talbot's starting or not. Because if Talbot's not starting, I'll probably take Vegas. And it's a Sunday. I'll probably take the over. Both both teams have been kind of scoring recently. So especially if Talbot's not starting, I mean, both teams score. Minnesota averages 3.8 goals a game. Vegas averages 3.4 goals a game. We, we should see an over game here, especially late on Sunday. You guys well, are totally if, – you're forgetting the, about the butt hurt factor. These guys are going to be so butthurt about their loss to Philadelphia. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what happens this game. <laughs> well, what about if the Wild lose to the Kings? That could help you too there. If the, if the Wild beat the Kings, then help the Knights. But if the Wild lose to the Kings, then that hurts me. The reverse <laughs> butthurt. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the trick with betting hockey because you're betting games that are you know, dependent on games that happened beforehand. But at this point, I love the Knights irrespective of what happens on on Saturday night. And uh, it'll help me if the, the Wild beat the Kings there. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're betting games here two two games into two days in advance. So uh, you, you got to just uh, trust the line that you see. And, you, and uh, yeah, I, I just don't see it. Only minus 130 here. I like the Knights here to beat the Wild on a back-to-back, regardless of who starts. I got one more stat. The Wild are two, two, and one on back to backs, and the over under is three and two. On one day rest, Vegas is twelve and five, including twelve and two in their last fourteen, and the over under is twelve, twelve five to the over. So, I, thank I get, you, Ryan. Only only gives me more reason to bet Vegas in the over. Ah, uh, yes, and go get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
this guy, this guy's had so many drinks before the fucking show, right? Hi, hi. He's just coming at us with stats like that that just shoves every pick up my ass. Oh, one more thing, one more thing. How about the fucking Vegas Google Nights playing the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia theme song when they're losing? Yeah, how the That's, fuck does that work out? What the how, shit is that? Out? Yeah, literally. Exactly. What what means shit, why do they on. do that? It's like it makes sense when the Giants play it when they beat the Eagles the other day. But <laughs> you're losing to the Flyers and you play that song? That doesn't make any sense. Someone deserves a reprimand after that. That's all I can yeah, say. Well, they got the loss, so that serves them right, I guess. Yeah, true say. Sick show, though. Shout out to Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that's great. All right, moving down, boys. We've had a long show. This is probably the longest show I think we've ever had, actually. This might be longer than our first one, but. Oh, God. We're having fun. That's all that matters here. Let's close it off with a fucking bang. And this is a. Uh, Look at the second here team here. Maybe not. This is a decent game. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the, as of the past two games, the fucking red hot Vancouver Canucks. The game itself is in Vancouver. Carolina, Carolina money line pays off minus 130. Vancouver money line plus 110. The over under set at 5.5. Over pays minus 115. Under minus 105. Joel, fucking bring us home here, bud. Well, I just made a very confident play in the Knights two days ahead. Even though the Wild are playing on a back-to-back, I cannot make the same confident play in the Canucks Hurricanes here. I think that this game totally depends on what happens on Saturday night with the Canes and the Oilers. Uh, We'll have to see who plays in net. You know, Freddie Anderson, we'll see which game he plays. Or, uh... Who's their backup again? Uh, Ranta? Ranta, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're both good goalies, but at the same time, you know, that's the thing with these, the tricky thing with these back-to-backs is you just have to see how they play and how they, uh, if they lose, you know, they want to come back and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I got nothing here, boys. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, goals. Goals on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I I'm I know this is the last game on Sunday, ten o'clock on Sunday. Everyone's gonna be chasing their NFL losses coming into the hockey Slack channel. What do you guys? What do you boys got? What do you got for the late game? Give me a lock. Oh, fuck you. It's Sunday. You want goals? <laughs> I, I might lean toward towards the under here. Uh, Vancouver averages two point four goals a game, which is only twenty eighth in the league. Carolina is the second best defensive team, two point two goals against per game, and Carolina's gone under in. Uh, three of their past five, including a push at six. Uh, Vancouver's gone under in three straight before their 4-3 win on Friday. Demko's really good. Uh, Ranta's not a bad backup. Carolina could try to slow the game down in the second half of back-to-back. But on the other hand, Bruce Boudreau does kind of push for goals, as Joel has said. I, I still lean to the under, but it does depend on what happens for Carolina Saturday night. All right, boys. None of that made any sense. I got two fucking facts for you. Straight up, overs hit on fucking Sundays. Over 5.5. That's the play. Fucking six goals. Are you kidding me? Doesn't even matter. Vanty Ranta's in that. Fuck him. Four against. Fucking maybe seven against for Vancouver. Who gives a shit? But I got one more play here. And we're trying to coin this on this show. Hopefully it'll catch on. It's definitely not gonna, but we're fucking gonna try it anyways. Bruce gonna give it to you. Uh, Bruce gonna give it to you. Woo! Uh. Baby. <laughs> oh shit, I pulled out the headphones. It doesn't fucking matter. 
We're on the Vancouver Canucks, plus 110. Bruce going to give it to you. If you want to go Bruce, there it is. That's there for you, too. But God damn it, baby. The Canucks are going to beat the fucking Hurricanes on a back-to-back. I hate this bet. I hate everything, the fact that I'm on this goddamn bet. But I'm still taking fucking Vancouver Moneyline, plus 110. Bruce going to give it to you, baby. (laughs) All right, fellas. Well, fuck, we made it through that big slate. Oh, my God. That was fucking, what, like 17 games? That might be the biggest slate that we've had in our entire history here yeah. on Hockey Game. Yeah. I changed my lock like three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not done yet, folks, and that's quite the fucking segue. It's time for our mortal locks, dogs, and totals. Joel, you changed it up three times. I say you kick us off here. What do you got? First of all, Ryan's going to get my real lock because the Rangers, <laughs> they are going to be my lock. Spoiler alert again. Um, but I like the Vegas Golden Knights. Come on. The Wild on the back-to-back going into Vegas. Guys, high. What? <laughs> no way. I, I know what, I like the Wild. They're going to beat the Kings and they're going to lose the Knights. I'm scripting it out right now. You can make a parlay of that right now if you want. Uh, the Wild... You know, they're a great team, but they can't win every game, right? This is the regular season. This isn't the playoffs. They're not going to be stressing out because they they beat the Kings. They got to beat the Knights. No way. And the Knights are going to be stewing at home. They're, they're fighting for a playoff spot. The Wild, they're comfortably ahead in the Central Division. Like, they're probably going to win the division, unfortunately. But uh, the Knights, they're, they're going to be scraping for a playoff spot at this point, right? They lost today against the Measley Flyers. Uh, we got a bunch of good teams, the Pacific Division, you know, their playoff spot isn't guaranteed. So they're more desperate than the Wild are, for sure. And the Wild are going to be in a battle against the Kings. The Kings battle against every team. So I, I think that the the, the Knights can uh, take advantage of that. And my dog, I didn't have a lot of dog plays here. So <laughs> pick the big one. <laughs> Early on, let's get it out of the way. Uh Senators against the Lightning. Yep. You know, early morning, we're hoping we can catch the Lightning hungover. You know, maybe they, they spent the, the night in the town and boring-ass Ottawa. Yeah, I was going to say, what the fuck are you going to do the... in Ottawa? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. There's got to be some place they can You're going to go to right? Gatineau and Quebec and go to the casino about a 10-minute drive over the border. That's what they're going to do. So you got a good point. They're hockey players. They're resourceful. So they're going to find a way to get drunk. And the Senators, they're they're going to be stewing, <laughs> beat these damn lightning. Um, uh, plus 180, just too good of a price to pass up in the morning. You know, we got, we got more dogs in the morning. I don't know if that's a hockey thing, but in, uh, in the Bundesliga it is. Anyway, the Capitals at the Sabres here, over five and a half is my total uh, this is another one I changed mid-podcast, um, basically because the Sabres, they just played the back-to-back, and they only kept the, the Rangers two goals, so that's got to regress. And the Capitals only scored two goals, so that's got to regress. Uh, Capitals' team total here is also a good look, over three and a half. Um, but at the same time, Capitals on the back-to-back too, so the Sabres can score a couple themselves. So I'll take a save here. Over five and a half would be my total pick for Saturday. 
I'm just glad you didn't go with the Islanders or as your lock, Joe. I may, may have had to do. <laughs> that was do one a, of my three. <laughs> I may have had to do a wellness check if you did that. But also, you you, you took the Senators as your dog, so I, I don't know if you're in your right mind anyway. But get, getting to my picks, Joe, Joe spoiled it. I have the Rangers minus 140 as my lock. It's a Sunday game, so it's it's two days away. It's it's kind of tough to predict, but minus 140 against the Predators. The Rangers are much better than the Predators on paper and they have been on the ice this season, so I'm locking them in, minus 140. For my dog, let's quack it up here. Give me the Ducks, plus 125 at Pittsburgh. It's going to be gonna be, it's gonna be a good one here. For I feel like the, the P- Pittsburgh's on a back-to-back, so we're going to have the Ducks flying past the Penguins here, as they do in the animal world as well. All and, quacks, no stats, baby. All <laughs> quacks, no stats. And for my total, I'm going with the under in the Devils-Islanders game, under 5.5, minus 120. It went under in seven of the five, seven of the nine last meetings between the two teams. The Islanders can't score at home. They can't score at all. The Devils can't really score that much. So under 5.5 is my total play. All right, boys. I've been struggling my last couple of picks the past uh, two shows here, but I'm pretty fucking confident with what I have on the plate here. For my lock, I'm taking Minnesota minus 155 against L.A. Minnesota on an eight-game win streak, looking to make it nine coming into Los Angeles. I believe this team has what it takes to get it done. Maybe even go into 10, break double digits, but we'll get the cross that bridge when we get to it. I'm liking Minnesota minus 155 for my lock. Kind of a bitch lock, I guess, but I'll still take it. Uh, Columbus for my dog, uh, plus 135 for Seattle. You guys know how I feel against Seattle. You know how I feel about Columbus. It's fucking jacket time. Cannon's going to be blazing, even though not really it's in Seattle. But you know what? They'll be blazing in my heart, boys. That's all that matters. Elvis Merzlikens going to go in there and shut the fucking door. I'm liking Columbus plus 135 against the fucking Kraken. And for my total, probably my, I don't want to say most confident play, but strategically, I do like this. Boston versus Calgary. I'm liking the under at 5.5, paying off minus 125. Boston's, I think I said, plus top or in the top six for goals against in the league. And Calgary has the Jakob Markstrom style. He's been fucking unreal this year. I don't expect anything else. He hit for me the other night when it came to uh, Carolina versus Calgary. I'm liking the under here at 5.5, riding Calgary and Boston. Look at you pronouncing Jakob Markstrom all right, but you can't pronounce my fucking last name. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? Maybe if you were fucking Swedish, it would change the tale a bit there, bud. Mm. <laughs> and I got a good off start of this show. Thank good job. Good job. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, fuck, this was a long one, but I got to say it was a goddamn good one, too. I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, if you're listening to this, you made it through the fucking. What are we at right now? Let me take a look. We're at about. We just hit the two hour mark. Holy goddamn shit. <laughs> what? If what? No. If, <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're still listening to the show, then by all means, Go check out that Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's where you make your money, boys. When it comes to hockey, basketball, college basketball, NFL football, bowl games, our boy Colby D is going to have everything you need to know for college football in there. Check everything you need, boys. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, you're going to win money. Fuck, it's free money for making a click. Go check it out there. Um, And I can't stress this enough. And this is getting emotional at this point. I'm about to cry. I'm about to shred a tear. 
We fucking love everybody in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group. This show wouldn't be what it is without that Slack channel. We have so much goddamn fun with everyone in there. If you're not in the Slack group already, go join the Slack channel. Ryan's in there with the live bets. Joel's always throwing shit, talking shit, having a blast, mixing and mingling. I'll jump in there every now and then. It's a fucking good time, boys. The Slack group is the place to be. Yeah, the Slack group group is great. Like this season, it, we've had a few a few people come in and just kind of make it more active. It's, it's been so fun there with the live bets, like you said, and just kind of having a ball there with with the quack with the quacks and the duck emojis and everything as well. But so yeah, if if you're listening to this, we we know you love the podcast. Help us out. Let other people love the podcast too. Go ahead, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. It helps us get up the charts a bit. You can search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you find your podcasts. If that's Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. For Spotify, it's sg.pn slash hockey s. So if you're still listening, go fucking do that. Help us out. Help all hockey fans and sports bettors out. Let's all let's all win some money together. The hockey uh, Slack channel too is uh, taking off. Like it, we're busier than any of the other ones on most yeah, we're nights, going off. right? Even more than NFL on on certain nights. And yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, more the merrier. Fuck yeah, boys. Join that Slack group. And to everybody that's already in there, we love you. Keep it going, guys. You're the fucking... You're the reason we keep on doing this shit. We fucking love it so much. So fire up the Slack group. A lot of fun in that, for sure. Shout out, Manaf. I, I apologize whatever I said. Uh, turning the Golden Knights <laughs> game. Golden Knights Flyers game. I love you. Appreciate it. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Knights are in a downward spiral. But you're not even making the playoffs. Just Come wait on. a few years. <laughs> All right, guys. You can find me on Twitter at TalonJenkins underscore 94. My name is Talon Jenkins. Uh, I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. I'm Joel Meyer, and you can find me cooking up a secret competition we got brewing up for that episode. Ooh, stay tuned Ooh, for that one. Teaser. Fuck, what a job, mm. guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, peace. Quack. Thank you.